Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ask Anything presented by Motion Consulting. I'm your host, Angel Leon, Motion's Director of Personnel. We're glad you're with us for this episode of Ask Anything, and with us today are a couple of repeat offenders. <laughs> I, yeah, we, we like repeat offenders on this on the show, so welcome back to Mike Boris and Lori Wheeler. They're back to talk to us about future goals and processes. They'll have a candid conversation around their experiences in their field that you won't want to miss. Guys, welcome back to Ask Anything. Thank you for joining us again. You are very welcome. Thank Thanks you. for having Today's topic centers around growing companies. Every company wants to grow, obviously, which is a good thing. But sometimes those processes aren't ready for that growth. What are some of the things you've seen out there in the real world? Mike, do you want to take the lead? Sure, sure. Typically, we run into two types of clients. Small companies that uh, want to grow and know that they're going to be in trouble. You know, they, they've uh, they've grown from a, a small handful of people and they know, you know, the people there know everything. They know the process. I know what you're doing. You know what I'm doing. I have my hands around everything. And now I'm going to have 100 people and I'm not going to know everything, but nobody's written anything down. You know, so here's a case of, of growth where you're excited to get bigger and it's frightening. <laughs> the other side you see is I'm or already grown. I'm there. And I realize in hindsight that nobody wrote anything down and not everybody knows what's going on. And now I'm in trouble because I've got clients, I've got responsibilities, I've got materials I need to get in and get out and no good way to run it like a business. And while this sounds terrible for both of them, it's kind of good for us because they call us to, <laughs> to help with it. If everybody was doing it right, we wouldn't have a job. That's right. right. <laughs> That's so, right. Did I miss any? No. Nope. I mean, those are the two sort of big ones. Yep. Yep, for sure. You know, obviously, if it's if it's a big company and they're implementing new software or updating an ERP system or anything else, they've got a pretty good handle on what's going on anyway. I mean, if, if you're running a big business, you've got things written down, policies, procedures, people know. And you're just trying to trim the sales and, you know, take it to that next step. But if you're making a leap from, let's say, paper to plastic, I've been working on a spreadsheet and a ledger book for 50 years, good enough for me. And now you're going to a system or a better system. It can be daunting because that's not your job, right? Your job is to do your business, not IT stuff. And so you've seen any of that out there, Lori? Give us an example. What I, have you seen out in the wild? Like? Well, mine was pretty... It was pretty interesting. It was an insurance company that had a federal insurance program uh, where they transacted 28 to $35 million a day for a federal government program. And it was Excel spreadsheets, 12 to 15 staff every day, very tight deadlines, extremely tedious process for all these staff members. There could be zero errors. If there were any errors, um, it would be major issues in state bank accounts uh, the next business day. It was very messy. These people were very stressed. It was a really cool project. I really enjoyed it, but it had a lot to it. It had a lot to it. It ended up being like 20 core use cases. And I really tried to break it down to smaller, less than that, but not smaller, but less than that use cases. They were, this thing made their lunch. And I ended up including, based on the scope of this, I ended up including, I allowed everyone from IT who wanted to be part, a part of the requirements documentation process to be a part of it. 
But I said, there's one caveat. You have to be quiet. You don't get, <laughs> you, you can, you can gather your questions and you can give them to me and we'll schedule those for a different time. Um, but this is big and I need to help keep this scope in some type of controlled, controlled manner. And put not, a star on that. You're not going to be ignored, <laughs> but it can't happen right now. Yeah. Um, we'll have separate meetings to discuss that. Um, and after understanding that this was way bigger than a bread box, I recommended developing this in what I'm going to call mature functional layers, meaning let's let's crawl before we walk, let's walk before we run. And they said okay to that, but they really didn't understand what I meant. And then even though I explained it over and over, and then we started doing demos. And they're like, no, but we need this on day one, but we need this on day one, but we need it to make our lunch on day one. And so I always kept senior management involved in this. And they kept saying, well, we need a control scope. And I'm like, well, I don't have that pay grade. I'm doing <laughs> what I can. And I'm working with development and in instructing them not to overcode certain areas because based on my experience, what they want today, this section is going to change tomorrow. I just know it. I just know it. And so in partnership with management, they never clocked in to control that scope. Mm -hmm. And they actually threatened to pull the plug. Ooh. And I'm like, you do. I said, with all due respect, you do what you think is right. You guys are well over a year and a half into this. I'll oh, do what God. I can. And they ended up with a really awesome product and still probably a year's worth of backlog after that but it can be a challenge you know to keep scope when you're you're changing the way that 12 to 15 people work in their most important function and a lot of people were afraid my job's going away yeah, yeah. my job is going away and I don't get to work my excel spreadsheet for four half of my day four hours of my day the way I'm used to I just, and it goes from four hours to some people, it went to 20 minutes. What am I going to do for the rest of my day? Well, we're going to give you more important things to do right. instead of all this tedious craziness. So that has stood the test of time and uh, people were really afraid. And there were, there was a lot of social anxieties that we exactly. had to help through. People love change. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of it, especially at work. Exactly. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a lot. And so it was a lot of training, a lot of making trying to make people feel better. And there was increased scope that came with trying to make them feel better as well. So there's a there's a trade-off with that. Well, that's so. that's the I mean, you hit on on a couple of things that well I recognize because it comes up all the time. I need it now, I want everything now. Yep. And I think I know what I want. And it's one of those sort of be careful what you wish for. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the the classic example is the the manager. I want an email every time there's a transaction that comes in. Like, dude, no, you don't. You don't. Yes, I do. I would. Okay, <laughs> you'll call me on the second day. Stop <laughs> the email. And it's it's part of that. I would say negotiation, but it's part of that conversation with the with the client, with the customer, to say, okay, it's not a blue sky, and there's some things you really don't want. And kudos to you for having a backlog where you could at least write this stuff down. The yeah. client knows that you're listening and that you've captured what they want. 
but it's a lower priority and we'll prioritize these things because at some point you draw a line through the backlog yes. and you say we're out of time or we're out of money and you're not yes. getting what's below that right you know? right but you've captured it and there it is absolutely i uh, was in a project where frankly we couldn't say no and we couldn't say i'm going to put that in the backlog yep. everything was have to be and so it was, you know, the, the client was a kid in a candy store. I want a moon landing. Okay, <laughs> really bad idea, but I, you know, okay. And we'll put that in there. And and you try to manage that, but it becomes the scope creep monster. Yep. And and to put guardrails around that is is tough. Because again, we're, we're balancing that. We've been hired to, to do this and implement this new system or upgrade the system that's there. Yep. And you want it make the client happy, but as a consultant, you have to come in and push back on that and say, I know better than you yes. when it comes to this sort of thing. Yep, absolutely. And the organizational change management, the OCM, there's an acronym for that people, there's always an acronym for that, is is I think underestimated in these things. You know, the, the, the terror, you know, we come in from the outside, there's this big project, I, I work on, the system that they're messing with. I've done this for years. Yep. I don't want this. And I don't know what you're doing. And I'm frightened because I'm going to get fired because it's magic computer stuff. All the time. And sometimes they are trying to eliminate positions, you know, business trying to do that. And that's kind of a tap dance for us in that we have to work with these folks and get the information from them, knowing that maybe, yeah, it won't go. So it's a professional pothole you have to dodge oh absolutely but using the 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 response that you had we're going to take take you know your experience your everything you know about this job that you've been doing for 20 years and we're going to apply that to to a more value-add position or give you more not that what you've been doing for the last 20 years is trivial but if we can offload some of that work that you know and do a day in and day out that's not your favorite and, and redirect your resources elsewhere. That'd be a good thing for you, right? And smile and do that. It's, um, yeah, it's fun. It is. This, is. this is what we do. One of the examples I jotted down here for today's show, I've had two clients with situations where they saw the problem coming. They were growing, adding people, adding services. One was a field service company. The other was a, a building management sort of company. And... They both had IT departments, and after a while of throwing bodies at the problem, oh, we're growing. We got 10%. Great. Uh, put another guy on that spreadsheet. Right. Um, yeah, we've gone up here. Yeah, put a put a 41st person on that sp yep, spreadsheet. Exactly. At some point, it's untenable. They went out and got a solution. In, in one case, they spent money on, uh, the field service folks spent money on an app for the phones and tablets of their people out in the field thinking this was going to solve the issue that they had. It was a billing projects in the field and payroll paying for those things. It was this financial transaction of work and, and the paying behind it. And so they got this app and uptake was terrible. Maybe 10% of the people used it because they were told and somebody was looking over their shoulder. Otherwise, the guys were doing it the same old way and you know sending in paper or pictures from their phones of paper timesheets. That was fine. And it ended up that the CIO who had gone out and, and purchased this app, tens of thousands of dollars, was getting heat from the big boss and, and had to justify this and couldn't. 
And, and we came in and, and looked at the process holistically, not just where they thought the, the problem was to fix, and realized the problem was really on the front end. It was how they managed the information that came in from the field, not how it came in, and processing that to get the numbers crunched, to get payroll out, to get, to get those things. And that was completely missed, and it was unfortunate. And we tried at the end to go, well, you know, that app's still good for the little bit you use. Tell that to the boss, but yeah. ended up having to put some money in the front end, and and it was a better better solution to do. A happier solution was the other the other company. They had a uh, it was a small company, but they had an IT department, and they were ready to go. They were going to automate. They were going to motivate. They were going to invigorate, and all those eights. But they didn't know where to put it. You know, whereas the other clients sort of guessed and said, "This is what I'm going to fix." These guys were, "I'm ready to fix, but I don't know, yeah. and I don't want to take my limited resources." And, and waste them in the wrong spot. Yep. So help me figure out where the pain point is in this process. Perfect. And we did. And then we backed away and said, you guys give it a shot. And if you screw it up, give us a call. But if right. you know, no. go, go and do that. Yeah. And that was uh, enlightening for them. Again, it's your process, but you may not know where that where that pain is. Yeah. It is it's so disheartening to hear when a company has spent money on a tool and they're only when they attempt to apply it they they, they use maybe 10 to 30 percent yeah, of it yeah sorry to interrupt but no no i mean that's a good yeah it's, it's yeah it's unfortunate yeah you know it's a, sort of the ultimate uh downer for you know a, a project person at a, at a customer who sees the growth sees the cliff coming you know next year the way we're growing we are going to be in a world of hurt and they go into the boss and say, boss, I need half a million dollars so that next year we can keep rolling and not fall off the cliff. And they get the response to call me next year. And that gets you into that position of, I need everything right now. Right. Because we're at the edge of the cliff now. Yep. Oh, this cliff you saw a year ago? <laughs> that cliff? <clears throat> yeah, here you are. And unfortunately, it's it's business, it's finance, it's how, how things go, but it puts us in a jam. It does. And, you know, you... You'd love to have the luxury of forethought and planning and a reasonable timeline to go, but it seems like everybody has to have it yesterday. Mm -hmm. Nobody makes a better parachute than someone who's already jumped out. Exactly. Exactly. It's disgusting. So yeah, it's fun. It's different. It's very interesting as as a BA with too many years of experience that I want to admit. Um, when you're meeting with a new client, it's it's how, and they come with, when they need process improvement, it's how are, what is their temperament? Do they, based on some of the examples that we came up with today, do they want something and they want it now and they want everything in the kitchen sink or are they willing to listen and do it in a, in a meticulous manner, in a crawl, walk, run kind of manner? Depending upon that, you know, as experienced VAs, we have to really approach it in unique ways because they can be their worst enemy of wanting everything and wanting it now but I still have to help them be as successful as possible in wanting everything and wanting it now so I feel like I have a responsibility to still keep that in mind yeah they want it all now but how am I going to help them make that successful even though they're not wanting to crawl or walk they want to run on day one that is in some aspect, I have to figure out as a BA how to help them make that successful. 
if that's continually planting the seed of OCM until I'm blue in the face without sounding like a nag, I will do that. But that's very important. It's it's very important. And the the alternative is bitterness and spite. Yeah, been in that position where I need it now and I want this and I want an email every transaction and I went there and you try your best and eventually you roll over and go fine that's what you want there you go you're paying for it and I'll do that because you can't help them help themselves yeah. and that is a terrible place to be yeah. because in the end client's not going to be happy you're not happy about the job you did they may not call you back ever and the people who are stuck with this process now get this new fun process that is not any better or perhaps worse. Well, and also being on the IT side of things, you're working with developers and designers that are excited. They're like, oh my gosh, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. And, and we can go beyond that. And it's like, I'm sure you can, but you're not going to help. You're not going <laughs> to help my cause. Stop being because, so helpful. Because you're going to take them down a path to where three months from now, they're going to want to undo this. And just, so let's just do, I, I'm not saying don't go beyond, but this is way bigger than a bread box. So this is a marathon, not a sprint. And we need, that sounds weird in the agile world, but <laughs> but, let's, but but it's, you know, you got to really pace yourself or you're just in, you're just in a fox. So let's be measured and practical. Yes. Yes. But, but can give some extra where it makes sense, where it makes sense, not, everywhere because then before you know it you've got management saying why is this so late how come yeah. this this and this Where'd all this come from? exactly exactly you know yeah. we're, we're open to input from the technical side i mean that's you know when you look at the ba role right we we determine what is needed and not necessarily the how correct i'm not keeping up with the latest in software and ux design and and interfaces and architecture i trust the people who know that absolutely and I come to the table with, hey, we need to do X, Y, Z. And they'll say, we can do that because they can. And we can do this and this and this as well. Well, thank you for the input, duly noted, because that may be something we want to get later on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But let's address this issue or this, this requirement that I brought to you. Uh, and, and we'll see what makes sense to go around that. But as always, you got to keep the guardrails around the scope because we may do it to ourselves. Well, it'd be really cool if we did this too. And really cool if we did this where we're driving the scope creep and like I said, backing yourself in a corner when when the knock on the door comes from the boss and says, you've been working for yeah. weeks and you've delivered the bestest, shiniest thing, mm -hmm. doorbell. And all we wanted was something that made a noise, you know? Yeah. Or, or I, it's a great doorbell. Or yeah. I do want to be able to go there, developer, but not today. So right. make sure you go down that development strategy to where we can do that but for right now we need to stop right here yeah so much what we do is that whole people thing you know yeah. interacting with the folks up front to get what they think they need what they want what they have to have in some cases and and then managing on our side how that gets done and how much of it gets done yep. and and working with a pm to make sure that we stay on track for what we need to deliver. Yeah, it's definitely the soft skill along, yeah. you know, with the hard skills, if you will. Hard and can be difficult, but hard skills. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> That's right, exactly.
Thanks for joining us for this week's edition of Ask Anything presented by Motion Consulting. We hope you enjoyed listening to Mike Boris and Laura Wheeler talk to us about their experiences within their BA fields. Join us next time when we continue to dive deeper with our resident experts and what they're currently working on. Remember to send us your ideas or topics via social media feed. In the meantime, please remember to give us a rating and subscribe to our feed wherever you get your podcasts. Until then, so long, everybody.